And we're live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I'm Peaking podcast. My name is Devin. My name is Mickey. I'm Nand. I am Brenda. And we're going to talk about rave stuff. So uh, strap in. <laughs> strap in. Also, I am on my phone with, because I am ordering a Celsius. Yeah, you we're all pretty you, tired. You don't need to defend yourself. I just wanted people to know that I'm not just like glued she's already phone. tuned out this is already boring her <laughs> <laughs> you should see her at a festival give her like two seconds she runs the fuck away yeah i'm a runner she's mm. a runner she's a track star mm-hmm. here for a good time why did i think time. it was rock star in my head i'm like she's a runner she's a rock star nope that's not right all right so um let's uh let's start talking about some juicy stuff starting with hard summer how was your guys' hard summer i thought it was a great experience actually you know i, I hated it I hated it in the past oh, yeah. years. Absolutely hated it. Yeah, what's our like general opinion on Hard Summer? Because I also don't like it. I have always hated the crowd and the energy and just the heat, the the all that. Uh, especially when it was at Fontana, because then there was heat was coming out of the ground. I actually like that venue better. The venue's good, but yeah. it's hotter. But it's definitely hotter. Um, That's true. This year they did a pretty good job about like shifting all the times forward, so like it wasn't as hot. Yeah. And then, like, there was a lot of misters, water stations. Like, I mean, let's be real here. Like, uh, hard summer, I think 2014, 15. I, don't quote me on the year. That's when people died from, like, heat exhaustion. Yeah. That w- it was at the racetrack then, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do not like that venue. I'll tell you that. Really? <laughs> I like that venue better. Really? I've never even been to that venue. It's so small, and it, I don't know. I feel like. It felt like a mini EDC. Mm. Yeah, but, like. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like it gets so much more hot because it's, like, enclosed. And yeah, then, like, the asphalt is, I don't know. I mean, they put turf, but, like, mm-hmm. I just I just feel like with NOS, at least, it's, like, more open space. So it's, like, a lot. The heat distribution is, like, more throughout the entire yeah. venue. Plus, I mean, like, they, they listened. You know, they actually listened to the fact that everyone was complaining about the heat, mm-hmm. about, like, you know, overcrowdedness, all that jazz. And I think yeah. that's why they pushed it three days for one so that they could spread out the people coming. And two, again, more water stations, misters everywhere you go, like, and then pushing the hours so that, like, um, it's cooler. Yeah, they also yeah. have the layout of stages way better now than last oh, year. Yeah. It's completely different. That's what Absolutely. made it better this year. More yeah. space. Having like, purple and I, green in that corner is, like, the best. I guess yeah. because I didn't really like last year, I didn't go this year. But then I didn't go, and now people are just like, oh, my gosh, it was so much better. And I mm-hmm. was like... To be fair, it's because last year had the most complaints. Yeah, last year was terrible. It was absolutely so terrible. But I mean, as a, as any company, as they hear that their festival is absolute garbage, what are they going to do? Make it exactly the same? Oh yeah, we went last year, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't even know each other. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't. Yeah, no, we oh, that's like, right. That's crazy. I didn't us. know you yet. Yeah. No. Fun fun fact. Uh, last year, last hard summer was the first rave that Nand and I had been to together. Like we knew each other. We didn't, we didn't go together though we went separately we went separately and we met up there mm-hmm. but like for everyone that thinks or if you think for some reason we've been raving for like ever and ever it's not the case we just started last year <laughs> no i've been raving forever we and all ever. well i mean we all internet. have been raving forever and ever actually that's a good point how long have you guys been raving for six years this year oh. <laughs> so quick to the answer uh it's hard to say because like I really can't say I was raving when I first started. It was like what 2012. I was right out of high school. I went to like some underground things and then took a break because college and. Is it 2012? Yeah. Oh wow, I was 12 but, years like, old. Day- oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> you like expose his age. Like, oh my so god. <laughs> hey, I was 18 in 2012, so 17, 17, 2012. Yeah. But I don't think I went to an actual like multiple artists show until 2014 and then i didn't go to an actual like massive festival until 2016 maybe 2015 if you count hard um and then kept going i think Mm. i I think i uh, went like really hard hardcore in like 2019 Mm. and then nothing 2020 of course except for like those digital raves yeah Yeah, you started earlier than me i started in um 2014 my first year of college and then, uh, but like, I, I remember getting into EDM in high school mm. and I always had friends who were like going to Zed shows or they were going to like individual artist shows. And I was always like so jealous, but I like didn't, I didn't have the motivation to go because I didn't know what it was like yet yeah. until we had a uh, sun God at UCSD, which mm. is basically like a mini rave. 
and that was the first like festival experience i had and i was like i'm going to like everyone now i immediately yeah. bought my hard summer ticket and then right after hard summer happened actually not even not even right after hard summer happened before hard summer happened i bought my nocturnal ticket too Fun yeah. fact, so like right, right in a row. Fun fact: Nocturnal 2016 was the first festival festival that I went to, and I went solo. Like I'm, I had just moved to LA, maybe like a couple months prior, because like that was the you thing. Got balls. Yeah. Uh, why not? I, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to have a good time, but like I just remember like in college, in high school, all that. I could never go to any festivals because I lived in the Bay Area. It was just yeah. too far, and like I know a lot of the Bay Area people in Northern California people know about like the. Uh, God, Oracle Arena, where they'd have some shows like Pop the Dream, Pop NYE, yeah. which is cool, but which it was I like... I know none of that. Terrible, terrible venue. <laughs> How about where terrible. they have Audiotistic? Never been there? It, it, it wasn't happening yet. Oh, audio, no way. Audio, audio in the Bay is a recent thing. Okay. Audio in San Diego, well, it was somewhere else. I think that's then. recent too, though, yeah, isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. There was Audio SoCal, but there was no oh, Audio oh, San Diego, oh, and there was no Audio in the Bay yeah. until maybe after I got here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember because I did a video on Hard Summer back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I was making con. I had just started like making content on like rave stuff back then, and um, I like listed off a bunch of like summer festivals. But like the video was on Hard Summer, mm-hmm. and like the the whole concept was like rave bro goes to the gym to get hard for Hard Summer. You Stupid. know what's funny too? <laughs> I started doing content creating at Hard Summer too. Oh really? Like, so oh, hard yeah. summer is just like a. Green. Wait, what year was that? that you Last started? year. Last year. Okay. Yeah. Oh damn. To be fair, that's also when I started making EDM specific content. Last year was after that event. I was like, yeah. you know what? I think there's, I want to. Okay, then like, there's wait, something wait, about hard same. summer. Yeah. After, well, after two okay. months of me bugging Nance oh God, to start making videos. Hard okay. summer. My video went viral. That was my first viral video with Emily. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. It was at hard your, summer. Your stole your girl video. And it got me into rape content. I think. I think. I think that there's a mutual consensus that like. Hard Summer has a shitty crowd. A lot of people hate it, but it's like the most fun. Yeah. I like. I have more fun at Hard Summer than I have in some other festivals, just because like it's very chaotic. That's probably why. I think yeah. it's just because the fact that it brings different crowds. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I feel like the only reason why they're keeping like hip hop artists in it so that like more people come. That's how they promote yeah. it too. They promote yeah. it. That's why. So it's like artists. a gateway for people. Like, oh, there's hip hop artists. But wait, what's this stage? Yeah. Ooh, dubstep. That's true. Yeah, they go like head over to Wax Motif, and yeah. they're like, who yeah. is this? It's like, and who's like, this oh, guy? I think I like House. And like, they're like, okay, what's the next event? It's nocturnal. And then the next thing you know, you have Drake making house music. That's true. What do you guys how do about, we feel? What yeah. do you think about that? I kind of vibe with it. I mean, you know, he's, he's never, venturing off. He's I was okay. Smart. I was yeah. okay with it. I'm never against any artist trying to expand. You know, like who says that uh, a rap artist has to keep rapping? Who says like an EDM artist has to stay in EDM? Like, That's true. Like, like, don't get me wrong. If it's Marshmallow, bad, for example. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, if it's bad, like if Drake's house songs were bad, well then they're bad. I think it's only good because it was print, like produced by House. Yeah. Producers. Yeah, I wonder who it was produced by, actually. kind of want to look that up. I think one of them was, like, Black Coffee. Oh, Black Coffee? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's think, pretty good. I think. Yeah. Let me actually I don't look. know. I'm not a house head, so. Drake what? is a legend <laughs> for making house Dude, no, music. Quite for literally. Sure, all of them are trying to get me to go to Crossed in uh, San Diego, and, like, I haven't said Maybe no. Maybe just go so for the vibes. Ah, she just, calls just you the vibes. Out. Yeah, but, like, I don't want to. I'd rather go to something else. What else is happening that weekend? Um, mm. Cuddling with my cat. Oh wow, that sounds very. As much as I right. as much as I like going yeah. out, like it's I like my <laughs> my time inside too. It was a lot of the tracks were produced by Black Coffee yeah. for Drake's album. I think Beyonce is also having an album produced by House Artists. No too. way. Yeah. I don't know. Don't quote. Me I on think that. House quote is making a comeback. <laughs> I honestly, I was. We were just talking with uh, Gesture about this mm-hmm. the other day. House is making like, a comeback. House is making a comeback. It's- been well, I feel like yeah. I feel it's making a comeback because, like we, ju- like you just mentioned, with the whole like house is the gateway into like EDM. Yeah. Um, EDM in general has been getting bigger and bigger, but you can't just throw someone who's never listened to EDM into a, like a dubstep show. No. See, that's the thing. Do you think the era of like how progressive house was like in 2012, 2014, do you think that will be back on the radio? Yeah, I think. Well, it's I think possible. it goes in. I think it goes in like waves. So, yeah. Like it definitely. I forgot who I was talking about. It's like 2016. Fisher. 2016 was all like. 
future base. Yeah. 2016, yeah, yeah. 17, yeah. kind of 18. Trap. Trap. Yeah, trap, melodic yeah, dubstep. 20, 2012 through like 2014 was progressive house. Yeah. So that was like the that was like Zed Clarity. I was like Audion was Above really and big. Beyond. Those, those were mainstream beyond. tracks. Like it, yeah. those were mainstream tracks on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Would you would you ever think that dubstep would be on the radio? No. No. Yeah. It's I think it's too. I think it's too um, intense for like a general crowd. Yeah, mm -hmm. the um, closest you're gonna get is maybe like some melodic dubstep where it's like melodic dubstep vibey first. Or if trap comes back. If trap comes back, I agree. Yeah, but trap has like roots in in hip hop, right? Like so it's, it can. It's yeah. That's no, why totally. it's more likely to come back on the radio. I mean, yeah, you got like Red Eye by Troy Boy and Justin well, Bieber on the radio. Like Justin you know. Bieber's in it, to be honest. No, I know, but like that is a like pretty like that's a classic trap song like in terms of the actual drop is like full full-on trap right it's not what you would normally hear on the radio so the yeah. fact that they're playing it is like oh that's pretty impressive you know everything okay rape dad just making sure everything is okay doing its thing <laughs> yeah we're at 13 minutes can we just talk about the personas that we have online i'm just kind of curious okay. like i like you have the, the rape bro the, sure. the wonderly the yeah. <laughs> what, am, what am I? What's my you're like the gym, gym. You're more, girl, you're more gym girl than she's the gym girl. crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I always a crackhead? I mean, are you not? Uh, I don't know. Am I? I think it's just your personality. Yeah, you're just very like. She has chaotic quirky. good energy. Very, I was a very chaotic. I just want to live. Come on. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Down. That's literally you. Dragging like, my down, words. Like, are you down though? <laughs> I think I think I can I think I can do impersonations go. of everyone here okay, except go. for go, Mickey. Go, go, go. I can't Try do Mickey it. yet. Though my best one of Mickey would be the. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nan's well, Nan already knows what I'm gonna do for him. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, uh, wait, hold on. I got I got to think of your what your best uh, clearly, connecting clearly connecting sentence it's, is. It's not that. But apparent. don't forget. But don't but don't forget. Then this happened, or or it's like. <laughs> Or it's like close to his face. No, he's like, he always says something in between. He's like, but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, this happened. It was like, cool. Then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> at any rate, at any I, rate. I do say that a lot. I say it, at any rate is kind of mine, but yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I do say fair enough a lot. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. enough. Yeah. But I say that one a lot too. I we get that, saying it because but of you. I, I get that like from the Cody Co video. I like, actually, I fair don't. Enough. I don't. I for me saying fair enough and whatnot has it's just part of. I don't want to argue anymore. Like 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 we've already either we've we've already agreed on this. True. The way you say it is different. You're like fair enough. Fair enough. Because it's like it's either we've already gotten to the same level of agreement and we're just talking about it now and it's a waste of time. Yeah. Or no one is getting each other and I'm like all right fair enough. Mm. Just leave it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's yeah. it's it's to avoid further bloodshed. Yeah. And then my one for Brynn is pretty easy. It's oh, just wow. uh, I have a couple. It's like. Blah. Or or or, or it's zero calories. Oh wait, no, is it? No, it's it's sugar free. Ah, sugar free. It's sugar free. Right. Sugar free. Do you even know, Bryn? Come on, dude. It's, I, zero calories. Like I like my calories. It all sounds the same. I stopped listening. <laughs> I'm hurt. Damn. All right. So internet personas. We can go down the line. We'll start with Bryn. What do you think your internet persona is to everyone I, else? I would honestly agree with like chaotic. Mm -hmm. energy only because of how i act in the gym and i do like excessively show show it on social media and but it's not really it's me in person but i over exaggerate yeah for that's, sure that's what i was gonna ask is like how much of your inner persona that like everybody sees the because you know when people run up to you they don't go like oh my god you're brain they're like oh you're wavy brain yeah like how much of that is similar to you as a person on your day-to-day -day basis you think probably like 80 percent similar um i'm just more toned down in person because i just don't like like that attraction when like People are looking at me or people are trying to come up to me. I'd rather keep myself private and showcase it on the internet how mm -hmm. I would actually act if I just don't like people coming up to me. I'm really private like that because mm -hmm. I deal, dealt with that a lot when I was like growing up of like random men coming up to me and like oh, harassing me. that can make me. you uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, so now it just makes me uncomfortable. So I just. That being said, are you uncomfortable when like say we're at a festival and someone is like walks up to you and just wanted to say hello, maybe get a picture? Does that make you uncomfortable? No, I like talking to people. I like having conversations when I'm so. 
if I'm like fucked up, that's fair. I I do this thing where I'm like I am no longer waiting, Bryn. I am Brenda, and like I tell my friends that I'm like I am Brenda, and then like I guess because and I'm like the sunglasses go on. Pashmina goes on. Well, no pashmina. People would recognize me with the pashmina sunglasses and a little hat moment. Yeah. I'm pretty solid with that. I feel like it's pretty consensus though. Like if someone has a pashmina over their head, sunglasses on, like leave them alone. They're probably going through some yeah. shit. Right oh now. no, but people don't get that. I was fucking tripping hard at uh, Subtronics. I was in the bathroom. I was sweating. I was like, I'm having like an out of body experience, and I was like overly stimulated. And then too much caffeine. Too, too much everything, dude. I, I was just on like little mushrooms. But some girl came up to me when I got, when I went out of the bathroom. She followed me into the bathroom. I went into oh, the bathroom, awkward. and then when I went out of the bathroom, she came up to me again, and I had to like stop her mid conversation. She was asking me so many questions. I was like, honestly, girl, I am I am like overly stimulated right now. I am so sorry if I'm acting odd with you. I just need to wash my hands. I need to dry off my sweat. I was sweating balls. Yeah. And she continues talking to me and asking me questions about the gym and like, it's so cute. And then she gets a picture with me and I was like, fuck, I look terrible right now. Like, please like, don't really post it. Like put it on yeah, your story, like, please you know? Don't, yeah. But I mean, I still enjoy conversations. Um, I just want to be able to have a conversation with people. I want to be able makes to, sense. yeah. I actually, I kind of want to answer that question, but also like yeah, mention my persona. Let's just do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just do it. Let's yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, so, let's talk about this. Yeah. Well, I mean, for, I'm also gonna like the the rave dad persona has always been like like um, I always take care of people. Like when I was uh, when I was in high school, I was the kid who didn't drink because like I was I always used the excuse all the time. Oh, I gotta drive us home because I was the only one who had a car. I had a license, all that jazz. And in my mind, I was like, um, I don't, I don't, I, I just want to make sure everyone gets home. Plus, to to be on a very real note, my mom was hit by a car. Uh, like drunk driver yeah. totally fine she was fine but i was 10 years old i didn't think she was gonna be fine yeah. so because of that like i'm very adamant on like you know everyone gets home safe period and so always have a dd always yeah. have a dd i was like that too in high school um well. but because of that that persona has just kind of followed me and it, it just kind of accidentally became rave dad and um that's as simple as it i want to make sure everyone has a good time and also get home safe yeah. um work hard play harder but play safe uh the the good motto. the um Sorry, I just remembered my stories. It was at Academy. It was that one time at Academy where I was drunk beyond belief. And I was throwing up in a trash can in the back. <laughs> I, I was know literally this, throwing I know up <laughs> in a trash can in the back. I know this one. And people kept walking up being like, oh my God, are you are you Nan? Are you, are you the rape dad? I have pictures. They literally were just like, I'm literally like, hi, I'm... <laughs> I'm literally throwing up in a trash can and this guy's trying to show me his music. He's literally trying to show me his music and like I in my mind I'm like, yeah, this is cool. I will include the pictures that I took of Nan. Oh my this God. Night. <laughs> Edit right here. Right here. Right somewhere. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, it was yeah, oh no, it was like this. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't one get a picture with can. you while you were Yeah, they were trying to get a picture And then yeah. Holly's in the well. back like Yep. Yeah, yeah. Holly, Holly was trying to help, but yeah. like all these people were just like, "Oh my God, is you?" And just like, don't get me wrong, I actually love the interactions because I feel like uh, I try to be as genuine as I can uh, with with all the people who want to like say hello, take a picture, yeah. all that jazz. Because like for me, like I do all this content creation, especially with like the whole raving safe idea. Yeah. I don't know why I did finger quotes. Like it's a real thing. Rave safely. <laughs> um, yeah, raving. Rave safe. safely. <laughs> yeah, no, like let's rave safely. Let's have a good time. All that and. I want to be able to talk to all these people because I want to make sure all of them are having a good time and that they're getting home safe, but maybe not when I'm like throwing up, Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like time and place, time and place. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love all of you guys. Please say hello, but time and place, like not in a bathroom, for example. Facts. Yeah. While you're throwing up. Or when you're throwing up literally <laughs> into a trash can. Mickey, have you had any of these kinds of interactions where you were like too messed up? Because I can think of maybe one, but... <laughs> I keep it on a download. We're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Joyride. Joyride. No, it was Joyride. Where... Okay, do not trust me with bottle service ever again. <laughs> I just got too excited. You know... It's free Ulk. How could exactly. you not? I'm so happy. It was... I think towards the end of the semester, I was over it. <laughs> <laughs> got drunk. Yeah, it was it was just a wonderful night. You deserved it. It was wonderful. <laughs> you had a whole semester. Yeah, she deserved of to throw up all over the ground. No, yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> never to go again. crazy. To never. go crazy. You deserve to go crazy. All I all I saw was I just turned back and there everyone's like clear the area, clear the area. <laughs> this girl's about to throw up and I look over and it's like Mickey and she's like, 
she's like no and then and then i just see like i like turn and then i turn again and then i see like this puddle expanding on the ground (laughs) and i'm just like oh shit everyone make way everyone has those nights We've Never again there. for me. And when Devin comes running back to me, he goes, "Oh my gosh, uh, I was just at the table right now and Mickey threw up." And I was <laughs> yeah, you know what's so funny too is we had a because I, I promote for Academy, so we had a meeting the following week or something to like talk about like promotion strategies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were like saying like, "Yeah, everyone needs to like monitor the table, like the number of people at the tables, because we can't have a table like fifty six or I don't know something like that." And I'm like, I look at the like map and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that was definitely House of Fleur table." Like, that, <laughs> oh, was, that was me. That was I'm like, you know, I was there, so I'm like, I definitely contributed to that. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I guess, like, because literally all of us were there, and yeah. it just attracted, like, everyone. Yeah. Suddenly everyone wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. It was a good time. Yeah, dude. Imagine, imagine if, like, we were able to, like, how many people can Academy hold? I, I don't they know. They oversell the top it of my all head. the time, though. Well, yeah. imagine, I heard imagine... they oversold Zomboy last week. Oh. oh then made glad we didn't go. We wouldn't know because we couldn't get in because Brandon <laughs> and Nan got scammed of their I tickets. So. so sad. <laughs> happens to the best of us. It happens. It really does. Just don't give them your verification code. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, at least no one came up to you while that was happening. And you was know like, why? Because I was hiding in the corner. Mm. Because I did not strat. want anybody to come up to me. It's a good That's strategy. Okay. Yeah, I um, I hid in the corner. They still found me. No, but like <laughs> I, because you know, there's a booth. I was like in the corner, just like uh, like cuddling myself. All right, I can see that. I was like in the back, back, yeah. like in that back area. So like, because our since our table was like packed with people, nobody saw me. They they covered you. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Yeah, I uh, I had a very. Um, odd experience at edc this last year where i was a little too messed up and um had to go to a trash can nearby to uh, go throw up and i didn't make it to the trash can Mm -hmm. so i ended up throwing up before the trash can and not like five seconds after someone comes up to me yo you're the rave guy (laughs) (laughs) all happy and And he's like can i take a picture with you and i'm like hold on bro i just threw up and nan's like no 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 (laughs) that's not the time because the guy came up while you were throwing it wasn't like you threw up and then oh he did i thought you were still throwing up when he walked up like i saw him coming Uh, as you're throwing up your ptsd coming back Uh, you're like this happened to me not to my friend well i mean he threw up on my shoes too um (sighs) Because I did? I was, because I was trying to cover it. You couldn't make it to the trash can, oh, and I I'm knew sorry. you were going to be embarrassed as fuck. I'm new shoes. So, like, you were, like, <laughs> pointed. So I stood in front of you so no one likes to, like, avoid yeah. as many people seeing you throw up as possible. Thanks. You're but, wrong. like, I mean, I kept those shoes, and now they're gone. Rave dad. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, I ended up taking a picture with the guy still. Like, I was just like, hey, man, just give me 30 seconds, and I'll be I'll yeah. be good. And then uh, it was back to throwing up after that, so, yeah. yeah. I'm sitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And then I was all on the floor. All through I literally all was on the floor for two hours. And all through Kazo. I, w- I blame Niall. It's Niall's what? fault. What? No. <laughs> definitely not. Okay. It wasn't Niall's fault. You can't blame my, nobody. It was Self-control. My, yeah, it was my fault, but it was my fault. Yeah. It was my fault. Yeah. But anyways. Do but we I have feel, it? I feel like all those all those experiences definitely like teach us things though, for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Never I mean, again. I mean, honestly, like, we wouldn't be able to make a lot of the content we do nowadays if it weren't for those experiences, you know? Exactly. I will say that's that's one thing because I really enjoy about this particular group of friends and, like, other a lot of the other content creators in the EDM community. We actually rave. Yeah. We actually go to festivals. We actually enjoy the things that we're doing because there are a lot of people, and I'm not going to, like, uh, point fingers at any particular person, but, like, for example, some lifestyle people, you know, they're going to like preach all these like good habits about taking care of themselves and then do none of those things. Now, I get that it's very different because it is difficult to have good habits yeah. or to maintain. But there there are a lot of pe- there are definitely a lot of creators and like content creators mm. that try to create this persona and then it ends up being fake because they don't they don't follow through with it. So do you like, think you're the same person as you are on the Internet and then in real life. Nan, I know Nan for sure mm-hmm. is. I'm pretty, does. yeah, I'm pretty it's similar. Pretty I'm pretty similar. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm like anybody else. I have layers to myself. There are parts that only my close friends will see. There are parts that I will put all over the internet. And then there are parts where I'm just like, you know, I would just want to, you know, to send good vibes and make everyone comforted and whatnot. So if that's like 80% of me, then that's 80% of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Would you consider yourself a rape bro? Like how you post it on social media? I, I would not. I would say that like I, I am... I have like fratty tendencies sometimes, <laughs> which I feel like is just from you know being Weren't still you a being frat in. Bro? I was yeah, yeah, I was in I was in a frat in, in college. It's embedded. It's in your blood. But, yeah, What's ironic in, is like blood. I was in a frat, but I'm furthest thing from yeah. Frat but you were bro. you were like it wasn't your frat like kind of different. It was a social frat, but I mean, um, I don't know. I don't know if it was different. It was all it was a, it was all dudes, right? Yeah. Only, oh, okay. yeah. It's a okay. frat. Well, because no, they have co-ed. They're yeah, co-ed no, no, no. frats. Yeah. I mean, there was. There was one co-ed frat at my school, and it was the community service oh, one, where it was, okay. like, pretty much a dating frat. Like, yeah. it was a community service one, but because it's co-ed, like, everyone's dating each other. Yeah. I still have all my Sperry's at home. Sperry's? <laughs> Sperry's. Sperry's. Like, boat shoes. Like, you know the, the boat shoes that, like, frat guys wear? No. I oh, don't. you were oh. that frat guy. Yeah. I wasn't even I was, that kind of frat I guy. I was that frat guy. I don't guy. even know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little obsessed with them for, like, a year. See, that's the, I think that's probably the reason why I'm not very frat. I didn't join until I transferred into into Davis where I went to school. So yeah. I started my junior year, and then I also graduated in like a year and a half. So I wasn't like super, super involved. Like mm. I was involved enough so that I could like have a taste of like being on that yeah. campus and everything. But it wasn't like, oh yeah, freshman year, and I'm like in love with my pledge bros. Yeah. Did you get hazed? Kind of, sort of. I feel like I feel like I mean to be fair, I was old enough to be like it could have been worse. Mm -hmm. But uh, if I was eighteen, I probably would have hated it. Mm. Mm. Were you in Greek, Greek life? No, Mickey? no, yeah, not at all. Felt that. The way you smile about that is like I'm. You're proud, proud of, of that. it. I'm very proud that I was I not a sorority about girl. It. I thought about it. Were you it? a PNM potential new member? No. <laughs> <laughs> Never even rushed. <laughs> the way you said that, like it was so cool that you knew what that was. I thought about it and I was like, ah, it's just not me. I'm good. It's not for everyone, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it, I feel like for me, it was definitely beneficial because it helped um, improve my social skills mm -hmm. to where I was like, like I was already, I feel like I was already good at like talking to people and like getting to know people. But like one problem I've always had is like, I was, I used to be like really good at making first impressions, but not good at keeping them. Like I was, I, w I don't know, like, like I feel like I would meet someone and like our relationship would always start off good. And then I would just end up like, I don't know, like ruining it somehow or something. I don't know. But honestly, like, honestly, the fact that you keep saying I don't know just tells me you thought you were ruining it. Yeah, you might not. You might not have been ruining anything at all. Maybe, but I think I think I was like really naive back then. So like it being in a frat. I mean, I just I would get roasted all the time. Like I would just get shit on. Like when I was a when I was a new member of the frat, and so uh, I think that was really beneficial in the long run because it kind of humbled me, and I feel like it also made me a lot more aware of the way that I am with people and also like how to like interact with people properly and like make people feel comfortable and stuff like that. Not to just say stupid shit whenever it comes to my head, you know? <laughs> Actually, I w I, I'd, I'd have to say the same, but I wouldn't say it was just fraternity. <clears throat> it was the college experience. Like generally speaking, if you're in any group of friends, whether it's a fraternity or not, you learn quickly what is okay and what's not okay. Like, cause I can yeah. tell you like in high school, I definitely acted like in a oh i just want to do whatever i want to do yeah. you know and there's nothing wrong with it like this is just me being my natural weird self there are weird that there's being weird that makes people uncomfortable but no one would say anything back then like you're in high school no one's gonna call you out for anything you get to college yeah. and people are like hey that's not okay yeah like oh but that's also a weird time where people are like that's not okay and i hate you for it or that's not okay learn yeah you know what i mean yeah you guys had a full college experience. I feel oh, like our cool. college experience was cut was in little half. Little different. Cut oh, in yeah, half because right. of COVID. That's right. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Well, our age differences are, are pretty pretty uh, big, I feel like. You know, you guys are definitely in the younger generation. Nand and I are a little more towards the millennial generation. We're like the tail end of the millennial generation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I will say, though, like, college was a very important life experience the education was absolute garbage but the human experience what i learned from my peers what i learned from being on my own because i think it's actually really important this is my personal belief if you're gonna go to college you need to move out you need to like live on campus or near campus away from home because now you're with a whole bunch of peers who are doing the exact same thing and then you're all figuring it out together um and you're gonna fail a lot but that's where you're supposed to fail a lot um yeah. But that's why I was thinking, like, you know, when you were talking about the whole fraternity and it, it, like, grew you as a person, I feel like it's just going to college and just being away from home already does that alone. Yeah. Go to school, guys. <laughs> Go to school. 
And go to or, raves. Or don't. And it's up to you. And go to raves. Go and go to raves. Go to school and go to raves. Go at the same time. We go school. We go gym. Honestly, live live your life presently because like. You can change your entire life in less than five years. You could literally become a doctor, and then in less than five years, you could become an engineer. Less than five years, you could do anything else. Like, you don't have to be stuck to the one thing. Wow, I'm getting passionate about Someone that. make a poster with all of that, everything <laughs> that Dan just said. Um, yeah, sorry. We, we went on kind of a oh, tangent there. Yeah, but um, to, answer, to answer Bryn's question, uh, I, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. For those of you who have met me at, like, festivals and stuff, I don't know what your interpretation of, of my personality is. But Oh, I know I what the interpretation I, is. I definitely feel. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Oh, my God. You're so much more ripped in person. you don't post about it. You I don't flex yourself like that. I know. I know. And uh, I don't know if I. I don't know if I ever do want to do that. Why? Well, I, I post occasional thirst traps on my stories sometimes. <laughs> you would be like me. You'd be Jim Raver. You'd be like Raver Jim guy. I know, but maybe it's just because like I just don't feel like I'm ready to like go venture there yet. And maybe Why? just because we're friends with like you know Larry and Niall and all That's them, right. it's like yeah, it's it's harder. I, I have like the bar is set so high to like mm-hmm. make content on that. I'm just like I don't know yeah. if I want to compete with that. I would feel you know? the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but. At any rate, I mean, uh, I said it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I definitely um, like my my online persona is just me hyperbolized onto onto social media. So, yeah. What about you, Mickey? Sometimes. I feel like I'm the total opposite because obviously on social media you have to have a personality and you have to be like open to talking to people. But in reality, I'm so to myself. It's not even funny. Like, I like being by myself. I like just chilling. This girl's way more introverted than I ever imagined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to know me, it's like, oh, fine. Um, but, but then like, when I come... that's, that's what introverted is. Like, yeah. like you, it doesn't mean you hate people. It just means I'm to myself until you. It's like nothing against, like, you guys. I love meeting you guys and everything. I want to meet you guys. Um, it just takes a lot out of me. But, you know, I'm getting there. Um, and then when it comes to, like, actually, like, you know, I do things with like music and stuff. Like I generally do have a music background. I generally do love learning things about music. So that's why I put it on my socials. Um, so yeah, so it's like that. Wait, when you say you have a music background, uh, like what do you mean? Like you studied genres of music or? I am a singer oh. and I never like really put that out there cause it's not really like a thing. And then um, I worked a lot with producers. So they taught me a lot of like, you know, music stuff, oh, wow. Ableton. Yeah. Yeah, all that, all that shit they taught me all because like I just genuinely love music. Yeah. So when it came to like putting myself on social media, I was like, hey, I love music and I love EDM. How can I do it on social mm. media? So I did it in like a funny way. Do you still sing? No. Why not? I don't know. Can you still sing? I can sure still can. sing. Would you ever post it online? I don't know. See, that's the thing. What if like you guys do a collab? Well, like you be making fucking beats and you be singing. Like that's like a perfect collab. Well, it's so funny because I feel like now more than ever we have so much access to like yeah. so many. We like know a lot of people. We now know in a the lot industry. of industry. Yeah. Like, producers yeah. now. Yeah. So it's like, like which is so fucking weird. It's like you know you've seen these people so much on the internet and now like you're connected with them somehow. Totally. It's like, I 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a good life. It's a good life. Yeah. What do you guys think is like the most starstruck? I'm sorry. Order canceled. They canceled your he order? He canceled the order. Why? I don't know. Couldn't get the peach Celsius's. <laughs> Celsius, please sponsor us. I'm not even going to try it again. Honestly, <laughs> if Celsius sponsored me or us all together. Us. I just, I don't. I don't think you understand how happy I'd be. <laughs> My fridge is always stocked with Celsius. You can ask We're any of these fans. guys. I stopped Celsius drinking fans. coffee. I stopped drinking other energy drinks. Guys, we're giving them free promotion, okay? Okay, you're right. <laughs> Celsius, we want this to continue, please. Okay. Yeah. All right, what, okay, my question for you guys is what is like the most starstruck you've ever been meeting someone that you knew about online that like maybe, I, I, I don't think you have to be friends with them now, but like maybe, you know, you met them. Music only or like anybody? A, in any genre. See, it's hard for me to say because uh, to be, to to be frank, like I moved out to LA to pursue acting, so I already came in with the mentality that you can't act that way. Like like don't be like super puppy dog like um, excited. Like these are now your peers, mm-hmm. and you yeah. have to look at it like this. Like they're just more experienced. Yeah. But they are weird. just your peers. 
I, I will say sometimes when I see someone who, you know, like if they're having a drink nearby and I'm like, I could go say hello to this person. Like, I don't go, oh, my God, it's you. But I just definitely think like, huh, they are they are right there. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's generally the reaction whenever we see people that we know about in uh, in, in L.A. It's like when we saw Adam W. at at a. Uh, what was it? The Japanese um, barbecue yes. place? Yeah, I didn't even yes. acknowledge yeah. that, though. I think that's like, my problem, where it's like if I see someone in, in person, I just don't care. <laughs> Dude, you know? Actually, no, no, no. There was one time where she was, like, geeking out, but she didn't know it was him because she wasn't wearing her glasses. Oh, sudden death. Yeah, I'd be geeking out over, like... Like, we walked past him, and I was like, yeah. isn't that sudden death? And she's like, Nan, are you serious? Yeah, no, seriously, is that him? I'm not wearing glasses, I can't tell. That is sudden death. And then she walked up, hi, are you sudden death? <laughs> no, I, go, I go, do you happen? I go, hi, I'm sorry to bother you, but do you happen to be sudden death? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I love your music. <laughs> um, I was wondering if I could get a picture with you. And he was like, yeah. And I took a picture with him. And yeah, that's actually my only starstruck moment. Yeah. Sudden Mine death. Mine was Trivecta. Oh, oh yeah. That. It was at the park and rave when like COVID was still a thing, oh. and it was during like Woolies Park and Rave, and our you know because you know in the park and rave there's like little gates, mm-hmm. yes. surrounding the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ours just so happened to be right behind the artist oh. gate. Oh, so like when he came out after I said I was like yo yo yo, Strifecta right there. And then when it ended I was like we have to call Zay. We have to call. Zay. I was like Sam. And then he came. It was great. <laughs> Calls him by his first name. Yeah, I was like, I, you know, I got to do the first name basis. I was like, yeah. And now you work with Ophelia yeah, too. So literally, like, their yeah. label, dude. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I would say mine is. Uh, I don't know. I think. I think I have a couple, but um, in terms of like music and like the EDM scene, definitely Zed. When when Zed reached that out cool. to Nand and I after we made a DJ fans video on him that I really pushed for, which is why that was one of the first ones we did. I'm still pushing for a particular artist, but but we uh, that is gonna <laughs> stay. Uh, but yeah, Can so we do it already. <laughs> like damn. <laughs> so but uh, Zed reached out to me, and actually at the time I was working at an, another company, and um, I had met a ballerina dancer who was friends with Zed. And so she was telling me about him. And so when he reached out to me, uh, I was like, hey, you know, Brittany. And then he was like, yeah, like, I love Brittany. And then uh, we kind of had like a, you know, mutual talking point. And then he invited Nand and I out to, is it Asuk? Asuk, I think. I think it's Asuk in uh, in Vegas. I thought it was Excess. No, it's not Excess. No, it wasn't no, Excess. No. Uh, and it's the one where there's like water in the back. Yeah, I think, like it, I think it's a, a club inside. I think it's Asuk. Someone, I'm probably wrong, but on the pronunciation. But yeah, so he invited us out and we went for EDC when EDC happened in October last year. And so that was 2021. Like a, that was a ton of fun. We got to hang out with him literally like backstage. He's performing and we're like right next to him pretty much. And uh, I got like a really cool video where like I was like at the front of like the stage part and he was like, he was performing and he was like looking at my camera like while I'm like selfieing us and he's like doing this in the background. I remember that video. That was like (laughs) one of the coolest, that was honestly one of like the coolest full circle moments for me, I would say. This is how you know he's being serious. Like look at his face the entire time (laughs) as he's telling this story. Yeah. I, I I mean I have so much respect for that guy. He's like had so much like success and everything and everything he's done and he's always given it 110% and his persona is just good people, good times. Yeah, so. I thought you were the real deal when I seen that video because that's when we had just met and or that was our first rave together, EDC. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I was watching your story before EDC and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like he's literally with fucking Zed right now. What the fuck?" I was <laughs> like, "And this guy's my friend now? Like, what?" so Crazy. funny yeah so yeah good. other other than that though i mean like i have some other some other ones but uh let me let me for another time yeah why let me you go? let me add on to that question then like who would like I, I we already know the answer for you would be zed who would you be starstruck like right now if they were to walk through that door millennium millennium for you millennium subtronics for me i actually miss i met i met um level up uh sonia mm-hmm. i said hi to her because i was running between like getting a new ticket for one of my friends for congratulations the on the engagement oh yeah, yeah congrats. congrats congratulations so on the engagement and i screamed hi level or hi sonia and then like i just ran past and i go oh my gosh holly i literally just like ran into uh ran into level up she was like, oh yeah subtronics was there too uh jesse i said hi to him and i was like what the what i was like no no he wasn't she was like yeah like they were right next to each other were you I not said wearing hi your glasses to- again i 
I don't, I, I, I was, I was just running. I was running and Holly was at the gate already. And my, my one mission was get to Holly. Holly is tripping, get to Holly. And I just totally missed Subtronics. But Damn. I feel like it wasn't meant to be. I feel like when I meet Subtronics, it will be for a work related. It'll happen when It'll it happens. It'll be work related. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to be a super fan. You know, I, I am a big fan. I was dressed as a Cyclops for heaven's sakes. Like, yeah. I looked like a fucking super fan. I, I will say like with my favorite artists, like uh, I, I really want to meet Seth the Sky or Trevor, whatever you want to call him. But um, same. Actually, I've had the opportunity to meet him like twice, but it would have been in like a meet and greet like fan moment. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, that's cool and all, but I really want like me personally with everything we're doing with content creating and like how hard we're delving into like the, the EDM music festival circuit. It's just like, yeah. I don't want to just be your fan. I want to like, you know, get like say hello, be friends and yeah. all that jazz where it's like we're peers because we're all like doing this very hard business together yeah 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 i don't know if i have any other artists that i would be like superstar i would like to meet like seven lions but i think but but i don't think i would be like like starstruck at least not like how i was with zed um but i do this is not in the edm like niche but if i ever met uh my boy cody co i'd be pretty (laughs) uh i would be pretty starstruck i think for that or jimmy tatro make music in Cody Ko is a. I know. Well, I he know. actually does make music though. That's the thing. He makes he makes music. He makes like oh. parody hip hop, which okay. is actually really good. Like hyper pop. No, no, no. Like parody. No not parody hip hop. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. hyper pop. Like they make like funny songs, but okay. like the beats are actually pretty fire. Like it's pretty funny. So if I met him or if I met Jimmy Tatro, who's like my basically like like all inspiration for making content at all in general, that would be pretty crazy for me full circle moments i think david so would be my content creator and like starstruck moment mm-hmm. like i wouldn't be making content to this day if it wasn't for uh for david so and his videos mm. like I, I started trying to do that style of vlogging and whatnot yeah. and it just wasn't for me and i accept that but well it, he's very eccentric though too so yeah well that's the thing is like i thought i was too and like mm like i can be but like all the time i can see why he stopped doing it that way like i'm sure he got burnt out same as everyone else who tries to do like a lot doing that style of vlogging is a lot of energy and then if you don't have a team of people like editing shooting lighting all that and then you have to not only shoot with all that energy you now have to go edit and put it all together and you're trying to do one a week yeah it's it's, tough it's not it's not a feasible long-term plan for everybody yeah I tried doing videos like that in the beginning too. Like uh, if anyone knows who Kev Jumba is, like from the beginning, I tried doing videos like that a long time ago. I it's hard, man. I him at school. He went really? to Davis. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. He did go to Davis. That's right. So funny. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would say um, who else, uh, who else would you guys want to meet? I really want to meet Tom Holland. That's, oh yeah. That's like, I think that's, in, if we're talking like, ev- like anyone, all celebrity. Tom Holland. I would want to meet Tom Holland. I feel, like, I feel like we'd get along so well. I agree. I agree with that statement. I feel like I'd get along yeah. really well with Tom Holland. I used to I used to really want to meet Childish Cambino. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I kind of just want to let leave the persona of him where it is. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz I feel like if I met him, um, there's no there's no way like that I don't know how to explain it. I feel I, like he'd be too smart for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like there's just, like, he's on a, this other level, and I feel like if I talk to him, then, like, it's just... Yeah. I'm going to feel dumb. Wait, sorry. You said Ed Sheeran I earlier. Ed Sheeran. Why, why Ed Sheeran? Because he was my literal favorite artist growing up. Same. And I would listen to him all the time. His music is just beautiful. He's a singer. He's a songwriter. The way he performs... His Divide album? Oh, killer. Favorite. But him live, too. He doesn't need no fucking backstage people. He doesn't need no band. He does it all on his own. What are you mouthing? Fucking. Fucking. What's walking? You know, the way you said fucking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He needs no fucking background. <laughs> no, dude. He, he literally plays the guitar. He puts it on loop and he like goes on his own tracks. He uses the track pedal. Yeah. He's amazing. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to say that about said this guy at the Red Rock show. Yeah, wait, what he, you like, guys like? full instruments and everything. Yeah. Do you see amazing. that as like the future of EDM? Like, do, do you think they'll just still be DJing? I or see, will it become like a live thing? I think every music producer not dj yeah music producer probably wants to get to live instrument how performances. would dubstep do that though oh wait that's grizz, grizz, what's his um grizz does the saxophone, he does the saxophone. yeah yeah he uses it like, so well 
uh, I know Trevor or said this guy. He he's a drummer. He yeah. was originally a drummer. I know he can play piano. Yeah. And then with his Red Rock show last year, he showed that he's been learning to play guitar. Yeah, like um, Elenium's a centaur. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a good Dabin, Elenium, yeah. guitar. Sullivan King. San Holo guitar. I like, feel like a lot of those guys are like yeah, have some sort of instrumental background. Mm-hmm. Like I know Zed plays the drums. Marshmallow plays the drums. Um, like a lot of people have that yeah. sort of like uh, band background. Yeah, I feel know? like they should integrate it i feel like they are though but the thing is the thing is they're only doing it for their own shows yeah you know like like sucks it makes sense though like like doing like a live show bring it back doing a full like live uh you know band performance at like say academy just doesn't make sense or like any club honestly even at festivals is really hard that's true but at their actual, their own show at like, say like Bank of Stadium, at Red Rocks, at, um, I can't name some others right now, but like any of the big, you know, uh, event locations and Kia venues. Forum, dude, Odessa last yeah. week. Oh my God, man. Though that's when you create your performance in full. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Because keep in mind, like when they go into festivals and I, I forget, I think it was our friend Keenan. Keenan was the one who told me about this, or maybe it was my friend Ethan, one or the other. They go in with like for festivals, all the equipment's already there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Generally speaking, it's already already all there. And then like, yeah, you could bring your own guitar, you can bring all your own stuff. But like, the way things are set Sometimes up is just not made for it. Slander brings their own thing though. Like, oh yeah, for, yeah. But that costs money. Yeah. That costs money to bring in your own stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, I forget who said it, but it's like, imagine like you go on tour or go to festivals. Let's say the the cap is like I don't know five hundred thousand um, dollars you'd be spending like $500,000 yeah. just to do your own tour, whereas you'd be making 400000 and spending 100000 on festival stuff. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Obviously, these numbers are completely made up, but it's the idea that like tours cost all of your money. Yeah. But festivals, you get money. Yeah. Okay. I, I just want to take a moment to talk about Odessa's set that I saw <laughs> last Friday that I was completely sober to, not a drop of alcohol, and it was probably, it was probably the most. You know, when you say most... it like that, it makes it sound like you're never sober. Right? Well, I think, okay, well, we can actually talk, I think this is a good topic to talk about in a second, but I just want to say that, like, that was one of the most amazing shows I've seen in my life, and, like, that includes all the Zed shows I've been to I'm high well, getting FOMO. Which is, like, that says a lot to, I mean, especially as, like, a hardcore Zed fan like me, but... Um, yeah, the, in, in terms of like doing actual instruments and everything, Production value. they've got the whole thing, you know, yeah. they have an actual drum line okay. of people and there was if like people with that, trombones and like, yeah, no, it was okay, like, if I had full, known that, I would have gone, but like, I've only been to like one Odessa show back in like 2015. It was very yeah. lackluster. Cause it was like, you know, in a small little warehouse. Well, that's the thing is yeah. I wasn't expecting it because I'd only but seen this is, them. This was their tour tour. Yeah, I know. And I had only seen them at, at festivals. I'd seen them at Coachella and I saw them at Nocturnal. And they were both- I've never seen, I haven't seen them They yet. were both, both times they were good, but this was like on another level because not only did they do like the instruments, but, and they also did like uh, custom lighting, mm. like lighting, like the lasers were like incredible. Like you want to talk laser. about like, oh, yeah, you want to talk about like Grizz sets, man. Like dude, Odessa. To answer your question shit. then, I feel like, I feel like yes. Yeah. You know, everybody's going toward the instrument. Which like I we weren't love expecting that from Odessa uh, at their own tour. But like, if it's if it's an artist's own tour and they can actually play instruments, more than likely that's that's the direction of EDM. Well, I would I would expect instruments from them just because they are like the way I describe Odessa music is like it's it's like if you took film music and then made it EDM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're cinematic. very like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cinematic. very cinematic. It's very uh, it's got a lot of like uh, am- ambience mm-hmm. ambiance ambiance yeah. yeah. Um, and so the way that like that's structured, it just makes sense. And I think they actually did play instruments at Coachella when they played before. But um, yeah, like I said, this was just like incomparable to like all the shows I had seen before. You know, like the, the thing about like that I love about like Zed shows is that his visuals are always crazy, right? But you know, it's it's usually just Zed behind the you know behind his yeah his board, right? But like this is like they were. Like they were everywhere, dude. They they had the drum line, and then they were like, you know, like giving credit to like the people who were playing the trombones, like on the side. And they were like, there was like one point during a song where they were standing in the middle of the stage, like facing away from each other, so that the camera had like a nice. It was like almost like um like an album cover. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like facing away. It, it was so cool. So I'm 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 just gonna show how much of a fan of said this guy I am then because that's that's what they did at his Red Rock show uh, last year. Yeah. Like. 
f- there was a piano in the middle of the stage the lights the lasers everything was just super great and then he had like a full four string quartet like he had every like i don't think there was actually any electronic music at that show it was all just instrument instruments instruments mm-hmm. except for when he alone was playing like some you know electronic yeah. moments and then like you know it was just a very like intimate because i i'm just gonna explain it the, the the lights went out then they turned back on and he was like sitting on the floor with the guitar on the floor with uh, Annika, Annika Wells, Annika well, sitting across her, singing him playing, and I'm like, damn, all right, all right, like this is this is these are artists, yeah. like these are artists, they're not DJs, they're artists. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was beautiful. That sounds beautiful. Hashmina thought of the the day. It is very overwhelming when you are sober at a festival and you see others like completely fucked up have you guys like ever like actually noticed that yes when you're yes like, because yeah no because i go to festival sober so seeing people around me at it because i mean i was there once but like seeing people back at in the it, day back in the day. <laughs> yeah. back in the day back in my uh early 23 early. years of life <laughs> <laughs> but um i don't know it does get i get anxiety looking at other people i'm just like wow is that what I looked like when I, I was Oh, 100%. This? That's I, what you looked like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now I have, that, like, a like, pretty intense story. Yeah, but now that, like, I've been sober for years now, it's just like, whoa. How long have you been sober for at festivals? For almost two years, three years next year, yeah. Wow. So you just drink yeah. a little bit when you get there or not even then? But the thing is, like, it's so hard to get drunk at festivals. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like $30 for a drink. And, like, it's so watered down, mm-hmm. so yeah. I just don't bother. You have to know people I was about who to say, are serving. You got to know, know the bartenders. I just, I genuinely love the music, so I go for the music. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Bryn and I were actually just talking about this the other night where we were saying, like, that's that's how I feel like it's going to be in a couple of years of, like, going to these festivals all the time to make mm-hmm. content. It's I'm like, you now. can't just, yeah, you can't just, like, go every time and get, like, fucked up every yeah. single time. It gets, it does get old, you know? Yeah. That's Especially when you're going, like, to festivals once, tw- two times a month. Yeah. Dude, I'm already there. <laughs> and the music brings enough adrenaline, to Exactly. Be and yeah. the community, the crowd, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you don't need it. But if you do, no hate to you, do whatever you want, but... Um, yeah. You don't need it. Yeah, I definitely look back at some of my old experiences. Like, I think I have some old videos from the first hard summer I ever went to. And someone, like, took some videos of, like, me with, like, the squad I was with. And, oh, my God, I just remember cringing so hard because my eyes were just, like, and I'm just like, <laughs> guys, guys, I love you so much. You look at that later and you're like, oh my what God. What the fuck was I doing What was I then? thinking? Like, oh, I love, I love I wasn't. making jokes yeah, about that Yeah, literally though. like last week I was bored looking at my old Google photos. Because you know I have Google photos. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, how did I, like how was raised back then? I was watching that and I was like, never mind. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep this yeah, in the, just, uh, no. this forever. In the safe that it needs to be in. <laughs> yeah. Just keep that in the vault. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, but that w- it was good though, because like seeing that footage, like made me more self-aware as I like started to move forward to, I think even now, like e- even if I am under the influence of something like at a festival, I'm still very uh, aware of right. the way I'm acting and the way I'm being with my friends. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a lot more like, um, what's the word disciplined or yeah. like I'm a lot more like toned down than mm. I was in the beginning man the first the first time should we talk about the first time we uh, oh we, well yeah. never <laughs> I can uh, <laughs> but I mean I'm hit or miss about whether or not I want to talk about that but uh, uh, I do want to just point out like like so so fun fact I was I was I, I raved for like a good five years sober first just because again I wanted to like be the DD take care of everybody but because I Fun fact, I have ADHD, so I have a lot of energy, and a lot of people always think I was already on drugs anyway, but <laughs> because of, of, like, all those experiences, I was always, like, paying attention, watching, taking people to the medical tent, yeah. all that jazz, so I got a good eye for it, and now to this day, anytime I am under, under the influence of anything, people don't know. People generally don't it's know. It's like you're undercover. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> People see, know. See, what if your eyes give it away? I let I let I let my close friends know, but I have been told recently on a number of occasions. <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> <clears throat> EDC October last year. 
Oh, you were on looked, so many things. I looked over at you. I looked over at you. Your hair was flat because you were sweating so much. Um, and you were like, yeah, and you were like, did I, did I not? I'm feeling down. it Okay, first of all. You were like, I know we just met. I know we just met, but I'm sorry. Like, First of all, first of all, did I not say recently? First of all, did I not say recently? Secondly, I don't know what you're talking about. Who are you? Dude. Okay, you had fun. Uh, um, I will say I don't know if I'm 100% comfortable talk, uh, talking about rolling experiences just because I'm really scared my parents will see this. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm being 100% clear Sorry, and honest with you. mommy, but I am a big girl. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, we don't have to talk about I, it. We, I, we yeah. save it for another time, too. It didn't yeah. even hit me about, about that. Like, I'm down, I'm down, but later on when I'm a little more comfortable with it. Tune in on the next time where we talk about the first time we ever did yeah pre-workout oh i love that. yeah i mean to be fair my first rave i was actually sober i was it was at edc 2018 mm. wait i went two of the three days and i went sober and i you're sober the whole time i was sober the whole at time EDC? Yeah. didn't even drink didn't even well i had my weed that's commendable me. that's I, also 2018 very it was very dude, different back then i was 18 years old i was there for the music dude i was literally since i was 15 years old i was itching to go to edc i was like i need to be there i need to be there the moment i turned 18 i was like this is the year that i'm gonna yeah. go i bought tickets that's what I and i fucking went to edc that was my that's when I turned 18. Should have mm-hmm. done that. Going. Instead, went to Coachella four years in a row oh before God. I went to EDC. I, think I, that guy. I, think I even made a video on EDC. Oh. I hadn't been to EDC yet. <laughs> I think my first ED, my my first EDC was 2019, the year before pandemic. Mm. The year before pandemic, and mm. I remember going. I was like, pretty fun. That was but the year we met, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. met earlier that year. Wow, um, we're all internet friends. No, for <laughs> real, we met off of the internet. That's crazy. Actually, I met you in person. No, we met over a. Uh, it was a like FaceTime an interview. Call. It was like a. Yeah, yeah Nan tried to recruit me for his pyramid Could scheme. Could you not? Tell- <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all. And then I ended up saying. No, 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 no. I'm serious, I'm serious, I'm serious. I don't like being saying it's my pyramid scheme. It, I was. You created I, no, 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 no. I'm joking. I was pulled into it too. I'm, like, I'm I got manipulated by them, and I'm still ashamed of it. It's not something I like. It's not okay. Then it's okay. No, 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 no. What did not you sell? Ha-ha it's okay. Man, it's it's okay. okay. Ha-ha, I don't want to talk about what it. What was your product? What were you selling? It was a they were a media me- company. Yeah, it was a social media company. They were company. trying to get this me to is, join. This is, like, in the era, like, where, where like, I really don't want to talk about it. Like, it, it, it was such a scam, and I'm, like, really ashamed because I really believed in the idea that, like, you know, if we all came together and, like, made content and all that shit, that all these people would grow. But, like... I couldn't see like I could I didn't want to pay for it because I didn't want to pay for it so I worked for them instead but in my brain I was like that's fine but then other people who did pay for it and didn't get the results that they were expecting it's kind of bullshit yeah but it was really funny because uh what ended up happening was Nand gave me the whole spiel and I listened and I was like yeah I think it's not for me but like and then did we talk about raving then dude I immediately told you don't join this I remember telling you during the interview because I liked your energy and I was like, I was about to quit anyway. Oh, I don't remember that part, but I remember saying, I was like, Hey, like you're into raving or whatever, right? Like we, I make like videos on like, I just started making videos on like raving. I think I, that was like around the time my, um, everyone after EDC video hit like hundred K on Facebook. <laughs> and, um, I remember I was like, I was like, yeah, if you ever like want to be in like a video or something, like we would love to have more people. Cause I was like scrapping for, for actors and stuff at that time. And so you were like, yeah. And then so Nan, uh, you you and Mark came to the Coachella, Coachella shoot that we did, mm-hmm. and then um, did you guys make an Elenium one? Yeah, so that, that was our first real project. So together. well, then later that year, I made another like rave. This is around the time I made. Uh, I was starting to make the rave bro compilations. It was like end of 2019, and mm-hmm. Nand couldn't be in it, but he came. He was like, "Hey, like I have a bunch of rave equipment that you can use. Like, let me give it to you." And this man drove all the way from Santa Monica, right? Yeah, you were living in Santa yeah. Monica. He yes. drove all the way from Santa Monica to uh, Brea wow. to drop off. His bag of like rave. That's gear. a true friend. And oh, like yeah. I used it all because I barely had any, uh, for God knows what reason. But um, yeah. So and then I was just like, dude, true homie. And then he went back to go work. Do you remember what compelled you to do that? Like, did you like really? Were you fond of Devin? I don't honestly. I just it just made sense. It's yeah. just like I wanted like he needed he needed the equipment and the help. Um, I couldn't make it, but I wanted to be there. So like. If I can't be there, at least my stuff can. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't have a following at that time, really, yeah. either. I had, like, maybe, like, 3,000 followers. 
And, yeah, yeah, and then I just had work. I had to go to downtown. I was bartending at the time, so I just couldn't get the the time off. I was like, like, that's a far distance. Yeah. Yeah, but I was also in production at the time, and yeah. I did event bartending, so I was driving all over the place anyway. Okay, yeah. so you're used to it. it was, I was totally okay, used to it. it was I was a Lyft driver, for Christ's sake. And then you were in the countdown video that we did the, yeah. the next month, right? And then I well, think... we also did the Jewel video and, like... Whole, we did do the Jewel video. We shot of, a bunch of other, those compilation yeah. videos at Nance old yeah. place in Santa Monica. From, from what I remember, the like, because I've had to tell this story, because everyone always asks, like, how are you two friends? Um, basically, everything he just said, but... We we started shooting videos like every week and then we became close and then uh, uh, we started talking about like different ideas and then like I think our friend Simone was like, you two are the rave boys and that's kind of what started an idea. Thanks, that's where like the stuck. idea started yeah. and then like me and him, I think I for we were both talking about like, you know, like joking about the DJ, uh, like DJ fans because we were that was back during the era of subtle Asian uh, ravers and traits. <laughs> yeah, where like that's true. There was so many jokes on there, and we like we were just like, thinking like, what can we pull from this to make this funny? And then the idea came like, let's make fun of Elenium fans. Well, yeah, and yeah. I think what inspired me too was Trevor Wallace was making those uh, videos on on Drake at the time. It, like Drake had just released a uh, God's Plan. Yeah, and uh, so Trevor Wallace literally did a uh, video like called dog's plan or whatever and then he did another video where he was making fun of drake fans when like a drake oh. album dropped so i was like what if we did that for Wasn't, edm artists but there was also a video where we were making the someone was making fun of dubstep as a whole stevie stevie emerson that was the one yeah that was the one and that kind of like why don't we get specific i think that triggered me because i was we were already making videos like that so we were like why don't we do something like this but we do it with edm artists mm -hmm. so that's what happened and, and then i we, think i remember i pulled elenium because like i know a lot i know yeah, a lot about elenium that was a good that was a good decision that was a good first one and then uh, that one popped off way better than either of us yeah expected. well elenium reposted it on twitter so that was why like yeah. i got a lot of traction but... i hope so Tronic sees the one that we He's made oh, yeah no, at the I time of this recording God. at Bro. the time of this recording we just shot a subtronics dj fans so i'm sure you guys will no for sure for it. sure because i will say this i know for a fact zed has seen his own video rez has seen her own video dead mouse, dead mouse has seen his own video um elenium uh he saw it yeah, I the only ones who haven't are like um, Porter, Excision, 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 Porter, and Dylan. You guys Francis. should repost the Excision one. I was looking at it the other day. It's really fucking funny. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was thinking, I'm about, gonna it. Do that. I was, I think I'm gonna I was do thinking that. about reposting it. That's too. one of my yeah. favorite ones. Yeah, yeah, we might do that. Yeah, didn't get enough love that it deserves for sure. Well, I I want to save on some of those. I think the artists did see them, but, but they I think they just did chose not to respond to it. Maybe for whatever reason. Uh, and then I have this weird, I have this weird belief that Dylan Francis actually hates me, and I don't know why. I just have, it. I just have this what? belief what that he hates me. So I, I don't know. I just, what? What? What made you totally come to untrue. that conclusion, though? Back. Um. All right. Well, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about yeah. it, so the guy we just mentioned, Stevie Emerson, who yeah. did, uh, they did, he did a video. This was way back. He did a video like making fun of uh, dubstep fans or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I got. The year that we were making these videos every weekend, when um, we were like making videos with my cousin-in-law, Noah Grossman, who's part of Smosh, um, we were making videos every weekend. And I kind of, uh, I, I found Stevie and I found uh, my other friend, Matt Jostin, and they were making these like one minute skits, like really quick paced on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, at the time I was making full like two to five minute long YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I feel like this is a much more digestible format. Mm -hmm. So I started kind of like copying the format of mm -hmm. those videos. Trying to test out, to trying see to test it out like to see if they, if they worked. Work. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so I remember, um, and I was like following Stevie and them at the time and I would like comment on his videos or whatever. But I always noticed that like whenever I, I don't know, maybe it's probably just all in my head, but whenever <laughs> I would comment on his videos or whatever, he'd always respond to like other people, Everyone else and, but, but me. And I, <laughs> I would like All around. he would have like submissions for like bangers in his like dms he's like yeah like he had like a thing that was like uh banger sunday or something i don't know something like that and i i remember i submitted multiple times never responded to me right and i was just like dude this dude hates me and i'm like i wonder if it's because he thinks i like copied his his like format and then i became friends with matt who would, they were doing videos at the time together, Stevie and yeah, Matt, yeah. and then they stopped doing videos together. And then I hit up Matt, and then we, I helped him with a video. And then I remember we were like just talking generally about like the way Stevie works and everything. And so how this relates to Dylan Francis is Dylan Francis did a bunch of collabs with Stevie in the last like year or whatever and okay. something. So 
I don't know if like it's again. It's probably all Damn, in my head. Damn, but I head. think we should come to the conclusion, Dylan Francis. I am. If you see this, I am calling you out just to get an answer to this. Like, do you hate this Give man? Give me some peace of mind. Please, he needs like to rest this idea. He needs to put it to peace. And I don't know uh, why, but I feel like him. I feel like if he saw this, he just wouldn't care. Like, like he's got other things to do, you know? Yeah, I think so too. I also like think Dylan Francis's content is legitimately funny. Like, I think yeah, the, yeah. The, um, like he's a funny, quirky guy. Yeah. So yeah. he's just like, I'm just gonna be doing me. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's probably all in my head. This is this. These are the things that happens when you're like at this level. You just start overthinking everything <laughs> and whatever what everyone thinks about you, and it's yeah. It's oh, that's. <laughs> like going into like that deep thought of like what everybody thinks about you and then things like if you did something wrong and you're just like am i am i doing okay do people hate me do people hate me anxiety Roots welcome to anxiety. uh well, well tune into our mental health um segment next time <laughs> next time on next time. i'm speaking podcast I have, so- I have anxiety pills if you, if you want to use them oh my god <laughs> you don't say that on live tv We'll make sure they're provided. (laughs) What's the brand? We'll have we'll ask them to sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) RX. So that's been that's been all for today. I think. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning into our first episode of the I'm Peaking podcast. And rest assured, these will be a little more structured next time. But uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and hit the like button below. Subscribe to our channel. Man, saying all this um, stuff without even letting us say nothing. He's already getting straight to the (laughs) like. Subscribe. Like what if I had we we gotta say goodbye too. about what if i had like damn i think we've about reached our time limit for today but <laughs> who put you who put this guy in charge he put himself in if you it guys have <laughs> any comp if you guys have any topics you would like us to talk about please comment them below and um once again i'm devin i'm mickey still not even letting us talk my name is nan but i still have <laughs> I things to Brenda. say you just talked all right go go off nan i was i was gonna ask like because these are our first videos if you have any like comments questions or and i thought about it we love feedback. You know, yeah. that's going to make the next video and the next one and the next one better and better. So feel free. please And drop some a... topics that you would want please. us to talk about and you would please. want to listen to. So so everything I just said, basically. But <laughs> Yeah, but like this isn't your <laughs> but podcast. But spreading it out. I'm just spreading it out. We're going to joke. Spreading the job out. Not okay. ha-ha right, funny. He, he's a comedian. That's, that's right. bad. Thank you for tuning in. All right, we're done. We're done. Bye, Cut. guys. Bye, guys. See you in the next one.